<laughs> order in this homosexual court. It's the Honorable Judge Jacob Schubach. And the Honorable Judge Ryan Gabbett. The disputes are real. The decisions are final. And the judges are still homosexuals. This is gay court. Wow! Play! Hello and welcome to Gay Court, the comedy podcast where we debate all things LGBTQ+. Gay rights. Gay rights! This week, our subject is all things animation. We'll be debating which emojis are the gayest, discussing which animated moments that we think are pretty fing gay, and we'll end with Let the Record Show where I will be discussing Demi Lovato singing to ghosts. I think we should have called it Anagation. Just oh. a thought, just a thought. But you know, we love oh. banter. <laughs> yes, Anagation. That is Anagation. great. Mm, Anagation. Mm, that could be a good drag name. Anyways, <laughs> before we jump into it, we want to invite y'all to be part of the debate. Since we want you to do your civic duty and be a part of Gay Court, send us emails at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your queer conundrums, embarrassing dating stories, your gay crimes, anything you'd like. Don't know what to write? Be sure to follow us on social media at Gay Court Podcast at Instagram and Twitter. We'll be posting prompts, memes, and anything we want because you know why? It's our podcast. Also, this is a great time to introduce y'all to our Gayliff of the Week. Drum roll, uh, gavel roll. Introducing Christian, who I know because we both volunteered for the LA Human Rights Campaign and met at their annual gala in 2018? Uh, 19. 2019? I don't know what year it is at all. Christian, tell us how you came to be on this podcast. I mean, I had heard about you starting this up uh, a few months ago, and I think we talked about it more during your networking brunch. And, you know, it it sounded like a fun time. So why not? Ryan, you look surprised. <laughs> I just got an email from Ty Sunderland saying that Devil's Playground is next week. And the theme is gay prom. Ooh, I would love to go to a gay prom. I've never been to prom. Oh, you ever went same to prom? No, I didn't go to prom. Gay prom is a good opportunity for you then. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, as we do, Christian, for our gay bailiffs, our gay lifts, if you will, we ask you to share your thoughts and opinions throughout the podcast. But we have to swear you in first with our gay court swearing in ceremony. So we've asked you to bring a piece of gay paraphernalia, the gayest thing you own, so to speak, and would love for you to share with us what that is. So I thought about a few different items, but I think the one I wanted to go with, because we're also talking about animation, is this uh, little CD track from the first Pokemon movie. Um, It has music from Britney Spears. Gay. Christina Aguilera, Gay. NSYNC, Vitamin Gay. C, Aaron Gay. Carter, and Gay. much more. Gay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, the Pokemon movie had music from Britney Spears? Uh, Soda Pop. It has oh, her song Soda oh. Pop. It has Wear a Miracle by, uh, from Christina, uh, Somewhere Someday by NSYNC, Vitamin C's Vacation, which honestly is one of my favorite songs. It's the one that plays for the Pikachu's Vacation thing, uh-huh. and... You know, it's, it's really hard to find that song outside of YouTube because <laughs> it's not on anything. I I didn't realize that there were so many like iconic people on the Pokemon soundtrack <laughs> like that. It truly is gay rights. It is gay rights. <laughs> Britney and ex-Tina? Come on. I mean, on. When, when, when are you going to see that crossover anywhere else? Um, That VMAs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Grammys. <laughs> and Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. VMA's the Holy Grammys. Trinity. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. 
incredible. Ryan, would you like to perform the swearing-in ceremony as you do? Of course. Christian, put your right hand on the item in question (laughs) and repeat after me with your other hand up, if possible. Perfect. (laughs) I swear with the wrist. (laughs) Incredible. All right, repeat after me. I swear to slay the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yes, God, period. I swear to slay the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yes, God, period. Perfect. I think that was the best swearing in ceremony we've done. (laughs) Every, every, I say that every episode, but I'm like, truly, every episode is iconic. I'm the third guest, right? Yes. Yes, You're the third guest. The third third time's a charm. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. Okay. So we also want to ask you some banter questions, Christian. Um, so you were telling me before we jumped on and recorded that you did some some gay shit today. Mm-hmm. Share with the audience. Um, so Cinderella story. We've all seen it. Hilary Duff. Iconic. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. Iconic. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was curious a few months ago um, where where the diner was that they filmed um, uh, all the diner scenes. And I found that it was here in Long Beach. And uh, I just moved to Long Beach this past Sunday and decided, you know what, I want to go check it out. So uh, I had some friends who just happened to be here for a concert and we went to go eat at that diner. It's called George's 50s Diner when it's not called Fiona's or Hal's. It's, it was a really cute spot. You know, the staff's friendly. I believe it's Latino owned, uh, which oh, is also cool. Nice. Yeah. So what would you like give it in like a Yelp review? I don't like using Yelp, but um, <laughs> I feel too many people attack businesses that way. And I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going through tough times, but uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a five out of five. We love that. Um, okay. You know, mostly for the nostalgia. What you get to eat there? I got. <laughs> I got something. I guess I can make at home. I got a pancake, some over medium eggs, and some hash browns. <gasps> Ooh, hash browns. Hash browns. Hash browns. Hash browns. <laughs> I love hash browns. <laughs> fuck, I would fuck a good <laughs> plate of hash browns right now. I'm gonna make uh-huh. a gay ruling that hash browns are the gayest breakfast item. And the best breakfast item. I'm decided by me. <laughs> what is the gayest like way to cook potatoes? Oh, that's a good question. Tater tots? Oh. Tater tots are good. Tater oh. tots? I feel like uh, I want to say hash browns are like really like they're just supreme, but also curly fries. Curly fries are gay. Curly fries are gay. <laughs> curly fries are supreme. Or any chips that are sour cream and onion flavored. Mm, I do enjoy good sour cream and onion. Yeah. And a cheddar sour cream as well. Anything oh, with sour cream. Yeah, like a Ruffles. Like a Ruffles, yes. Potatoes. What about the little smiley face shaped ones? Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that our banter can just lead us to such <laughs> strange locations. But yes, the like the smiley faces, that's a good one. Oh. Ryan, would you like to ask Christian a question? So we've asked all our other gay lifts this exact question. When was the last time you played the gay card? I, I guess whenever whenever I'm with women, um, I think usually to give them a peace of mind that I'm not there to hit on them. <laughs> that is fair. Like sometimes you do have to like... You gay it up sometimes. You, you gay it up to be like, this is a safe space for women. <laughs> You're like, I will not yes, you. I love your outfit. Your nails look so good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're like walking behind them too, like at night, 
Like, oh, I usually like play Britney Spears really yeah. loudly so they can also hear it. <laughs> and there's like a slight like air to my step and the wrist starts going everywhere. Yeah. Or like I'll fake a phone call and be like, hey, queen, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it so that it's like a not a threatening situation because like you don't want anybody to feel unsafe. And then you have to kind of play it the opposite way when you see the man, a man coming on by. Yeah. You like mm-hmm. mask it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You put your oh. fight face on. <laughs> Don't want to be hate crime. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love putting on my fight face and I found that I'm like actually very good at it. We're just like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> so when are you going to show us your fight face? That was just my fight face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Drag me to Phil. <laughs> okay, so apparently you wouldn't fight me if you saw my fight face. All right, right. I see how it is. It's giving angry um, toddler having a tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I need to work on my fight face. <laughs> well. <laughs> With that, let's segue into our first segment, which is called Gaze on the Case. <laughs> Gaze on the Case, where we look at something queer and dissect it. This week, we'll be debating which emojis are the gayest, and we'll be ruling on our top three. Yes. And once we pick our top three, we will each decide which is our top one. Mm-hmm. The gayest out of the three. Um, would you like me to go first? Sure. Beautiful. Um, well, personally, I think all emojis are kind of gay. Because, like, mm. why are you as a straight man using emojis? Think Fair. about it. <laughs> Fair. Um, but the first one that I chose was the painting nails emoji. Mm-hmm. which I think is gay because A, it's like the flip of the wrist is just there. Like it's limp wrists, part of every yeah. homosexual's great diet, you know, <laughs> having limp wrists. Um, it's also notable that it's separate from all the other hand emojis, like the mm-hmm. pointing emojis and like the middle finger emoji. Like it's completely in like its own section away from everything else, really? which feels homophobic in a way. I'm like, Apple, why is the keyboard have this one separated from everything else when it's like a little fruity but it's also unique and special in that way which all gay people are unique and special so that was my first emoji mm-hmm. the second emoji was the purple devil mainly because of grinder and that's like one of the taps that you can send right oh it is it is i don't remember <laughs> it's been a long time as if <laughs> i don't use grinder I never heard of that. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Um, but for the straight people listening to this podcast, if you send the purple devil emoji on Grinder, it means that you're interested in having intercourse with someone, as far as my knowledge goes. <laughs> um, so if, obviously I had to choose that one because it's just part of the gay lexicon, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final choice that I made was the sparkly emoji, which is just three pieces of glitter. <laughs> I'm going to like edit some like <laughs> in there to like make it real gay. <laughs> um, and I chose this one because A is just like cute and fun to add to your texts and like super nice. But also when I worked at the university at Buffalo doing social media for them, um, for those of you who don't know, social media teams are usually comprised of multiple people and it's not just one person running the accounts. But my friends, one of my friends came up to me and said, I always know which post from the University of Buffalo is from you because it has a sparkle emoji in it. And I was like, oh, (laughs) damn, I didn't realize that I was gaying up the University of Buffalo's (laughs) social media like that. Clocked. 
<laughs> I was literally clocked by them. I was like, ooh. They're like, oh. where's the gay on this team? And they're like, they zeroed in on you. They're like, him. It's him. Social media is like, I would say like the vast majority of like people that I've worked with are either gay men or women, which I'm not trying to generalize, but like that just seems to be the type of people who work in social, which is a great group of people to work with because like the vibes are just immaculate all the time. It's basically Sunday drag brunch, but every yes. day. Yeah. And I, I also like working in social media because like people will fight with you on Twitter. They'll be like, fuck you and your company, which I'm just like, I take a little bit of like pride in that where I'm just like, I'm fighting on the front lines for like my job <laughs> on the internet. Now, I'm not actually like fighting people on Twitter through corporate accounts, but in my mind, I do. Using your angry face? Using, <laughs> using my <laughs> fight face. I'm like, I will fight you from the YouTube Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> not really but you know whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um so those are my three emojis ryan and christian which of those three emojis would you say is the gayest i mean i would have to say sparkly because it's on my list as well <laughs> so i'm gonna vote sparkly i think i think sparkly is a good choice i I, I do think that the that the the smirking devil one does have some merit to it, especially mm-hmm. in some of our like, online spaces. But the sparkly is universal; like you can use it wherever. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Like, what do like straight people use the smirky devil purple emoji? Should we call my sister right now and ask her for her opinion? Phone <laughs> <laughs> a friend. <laughs> let's like a friend like is it the same context like is it more just like oh i feel sneaky or is it like oh i want a sneaky link okay we're dialing in my sister right now and we will see what she says the purple smirking devil emoji stands for because she said that she would be the straight person for us hello hello you are on gay court podcast we are looking for a straight person's opinion Okay, I'm finished. Um, what would you say the purple devil with smirk emoji means? We about to smash. Oh. So straight people think that as well. Yeah, like that's definitely like we're about to get naughty. Oh. <laughs> ask, ask her if any straight man has ever sent her submissile and breedable eyes. Have you ever been sent the emoji where it's like a, like, a little like, like puppy dog eyes? Like, you know that one? Oh, like the pleading thing? Yes. Yeah. Has a straight man ever sent you that? Yeah. <gasps> Is that weird? <laughs> like, in what, in what context? Like, an I'm sorry. Oh. Kind of like, not like a pleading thing, but like that kind of vibe. Interesting. Fair men do mm. need to apologize just for existing. Like, okay. oh, I stubbed my toe. I said, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> just like that kind of vibe. <laughs> We're gonna let you go, but thank you for weighing in on this You're debate. Welcome. I'm glad I could <laughs> Bye. Ally. Ally. We love an ally. Ally. My final ruling is Arkley. Arkley. <laughs> Ryan, would you like to share your emojis? Sure. Like I said, I have the sparkly emoji as well. <laughs> yes. Which I like to use to add more pizzazz to a text. Because it's better to say like, you could just say I'm dying, but I'm dying, but dying in sparkly emojis just is better. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. 
right? It's like, it's like quintessential gay. Yes. How would you say, like, where do you use sparkly versus heart? Because like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm dying heart or I'm dying sparkly. But where would you differentiate the two? Where would I differentiate the two? Um, If it's like, so maybe like I'm dying, that would be the heart because it's a shorter sentence. But if it's mm-hmm. a longer sentence, I'm trying to emphasize one word, then I'll use a sparkly to emphasize that one word. Oh, like as like italics. Yeah. Like, sparkly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like using like when people ask me to do things at work and I'm like comfortable with them, I'll just respond no heart emoji. <laughs> 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 Which I think is beautiful. But in a co- in a working experience. It's jarring for people the first time you do it to them. <laughs> and then they think it's funny. <laughs> I do that to my friends too. Yeah. That's it's great. Um, so my other two emojis are the like puppy dog eye one. Mm-hmm. Or, Cause you know, it gives like the gay submissive and breedable vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is like the OG one. Cause they just updated one and now there's one with tears in its eyes. Yeah, but one? this is, I yeah. did see that one. Okay. But I'll talk about the OG one where before this new emoji came out, because okay. that, that shit's gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fair. what straight man uses his face? No one. And if they do, questionable. <laughs> and, um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really text that many straight people, but you know, <laughs> true. <laughs> like, they usually text, like, the the very, like, just a smiley face, which usually in gay terms means you're fucking mad. But <laughs> they usually send that. They don't send like puppy dog eyes. Like I want this. Hmm. I use <laughs> I use the regular smiley face at work all the time, and I always feel so insincere sending it. Insincere. Same. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Okay. Continue. And my my last emoji is the smiling one, but there's a tear because. All gays are disappointed, but they always have to put a smile on their face because, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, it's 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 fine when it's not fine. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's quintessentially gay because that's just every gay. I know. It's fine. Well, like, what are your rulings on my emojis? Which is the gayest of the three? I mean, obviously, I also pick Sparkle because I'm like, you know, partial to Sparkle, mm. but submissive and breedable eyes <laughs> is also a vibe mm-hmm. and i feel like when because you said like straight men don't use that one but women also probably use that one women like, do like it, it allows them allyship which is nice I like- i'm gonna go with sparkle because yeah. <laughs> i like sparkles <laughs> christian your thoughts yeah um i'm going with the submissive and breedable one uh, okay. i have it for, i have like a text shortcut for that one uh, all I have to type in is BB, and <laughs> it, it pops up. Uh, I also have um, uh, one where it's like BBH, so then it has that, and then the the two okay. hands. Oh, like the two hands! Yeah, I think those two pair well together. Um, oh yeah, th- that's a that's a strong like a, a string of emojis that's like very gay. Yeah, <laughs> so. the eyes with the. Here, here we are just choosing one one emoji and Christian's on like that X level shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you combine these three emojis, it's gay as hell. <laughs> um, so, so Christian, mm-hmm. what are your emojis that you have so, chosen? So I am going to do the submissive and breedable one. I think, uh, you know, I already explained, but, you know, I think it, it, it has a lot of good companions. 
including this one. I, I really like the newer version of it too, because, you know, like why, why does a straight person have the right to use that one? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you just have to like verify your identity as a homosexual in order to use certain emojis. Right? Yeah. It's part of the gay card. Mm-hmm. It's part of the gay punch card. Yes. Um, and then in addition, I think I'm, I'm constantly using the, they, I think they added it in the update before this newest one, but they have like that freezing face and then the hot face. I'm going with the hot face with mm-hmm. some tongue mm-hmm. sticking out because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Know, there's just something about using that with almost everything that I text. Uh, it just feels right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I use that one all the time. Right. Um, I, I can't think of a time when I've used it recently, but I know I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one I'm going to go with is the little um, skull, not the one with the crossbones, but oh, like the, uh, the dead, I'm the dead. dead one. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, you know, I think most LGBT people are depressed, <laughs> and um, I think I think it adds some humor to. It adds some light, you know, basically like Willow Pill's message to the world. The toaster. The toaster. Okay, so it's submissive and readable. (laughs) Hot emoji. And then skull. Yes. I'm going to have to go with submissive and readable. Just because when you were like the string of three characters, I was like, I see the vision. I see the vision. I see completely the brand. It's there. I love it. (laughs) Yes. It's that. I have to go with that one. Yeah. It's that one. For sure. That one. The ruling has been made. The start of the next segment, Investigate. Slay! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where we cross-examine the same theme or topic. As we've mentioned, this week's theme is the best moments in animation that have made us feel gay. Ryan, would you like to go first? Sure. All right. <clears throat> so these are... Moments in animation, animation that are just pretty much freaking gay. Pretty much gay. So, pretty much gay, right? Or that made me feel things that I was like, oh, maybe I am gay. Am mm. I gay? Mm. Are we all gay? I think we're all gay, right? It was gay representation before it was clearly gay representation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I think we're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gay. <laughs> So my first um, animation, animation, animation is Sailor Moon. Moon but specifically the transformation scenes, because all of them were serving. I don't remember what they say, like star power. <laughs> <laughs> they all like spin and shit. And they like, like the clothes just magically appear on them. Their hair gets done. I'm like, damn, that's fucking <laughs> cool i want to do that right but i do have a question because these transformations are fucking long like did they do this in front of the villains and it took like legit like 15 seconds to like get them ready to get to fight the villains like we're like the villains just there watching this happen in front of them just like what the fuck is this (laughs) (laughs) i would like to think that they did it in front of the villains and that the villains had to wait for them because (laughs) if you're not waiting for a gay person who's running late then you're not an ally. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's fair. But like, 
we stand because it's true. Like gays take their sweet ass time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will be 15 to 20 minutes late anywhere. But we'll be 15 to 20 minutes late, but we somehow walk and we'll get there faster. Does that yes. make sense? Or if you're an anxious homosexual, you'll get there 15 to 20 minutes early. That's me. Yeah, that's well, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I just like I like pace in front of the place, or like walk around the walk around the block, just kind of like let me just kill some time because I decided to come early because mm-hmm. I don't like being late. And this goes hand in hand back to the um, the gay card where you're walking and trying not to scare others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just walking around, <laughs> trying not to like. I did that a lot when I when you had to used to when you used to have to go to interviews in person. Mm. I would like show up at the office like early, early, mm-hmm. and I would be like, "How do I walk in a way that like lets me know where, exactly where I need to go without alerting security that I'm here?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yes, Sailor Moon. But which Sailor would you be? Which of I was going to ask you. Uh, I would be Sailor Mars. Mm, okay, she's I- red. She's red hot. She got the long black hair love her she's spicy um, period i love the kitten heels <laughs> like damn i want one of those kitten heels just like they're just running around and they're like, like a little one inch pump that does nothing just... <laughs> that's the way I, that's the way a heel should be <laughs> it's a one inch pump <laughs> like why aren't they just running in flats no give them a one inch pump yeah as they should the totally the totally spies had heels right mm-hmm. i think so yeah, mm-hmm. We should compare the heel size of each of our favorite female superheroes. <laughs> but, but which Sailor Moon characters would you have been? I didn't really watch Sailor Moon, but I know that my friend Cheyenne was obsessed with Sh- Sailor Moon. And she always liked Sailor Jupiter. So I'm going to pick Sailor Jupiter mm. without really knowing what that means. But I think she was Jupiter. a sporty one. I think she had oh, like, ponytail. Oh, I love that for me. I'm so sporty. <laughs> uh-huh. We love a much moment. <laughs> I love a butch moment, exactly. Christian, did you watch Sailor Moon? I didn't, but I do know what some of them look like. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to choose this regardless if I didn't even know what they look like. I'm going with Sailor Neptune because I'm also a Pisces and Neptune mm-hmm. and Pisces just go <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it looks like she has like pretty tall heels. Um, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She mm-hmm. has sharp green heels and greenish hair that flows ah yes uh, that one so a queen I just wave it all day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first one my second one goes back to the first episode little mermaid when that bitch says daddy i love him like bitch same i can see a guy on a train and they'll be like damn i love you like shit i will fall in love with anyone in any moment <laughs> I think that's part of just being a homosexual is just yeah. falling in love with strangers every single day. Exactly. Like, daddy, I love him. Like, <laughs> like giving up my cooch for a man, my tail for a man for a cooch. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> giving up my cooch for a man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant giving up my tail for a cooch for a man. Yeah. I do that. Giving up your yeah. tail to get some tail. Mm. 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 Flip it on its head. <laughs> yeah, t-shirt. <laughs> I also love that she collected trash. <laughs> That's like a gay thing to do. Bitch, she recycles. Yes. I also put on my, on my list, I put gay henchmen, which of course, Flotsam and Jetsam. Specifically, Flotsam and Jetsam, where they overlay the cock destroyers. 
onto <laughs> the footage. We're motherfucking cock destroyers. We're, do you know who we are? We're, We're the fucking, fucking co- cock destroyers. Christian, have you seen this clip? I, I haven't seen the faults on Jetson part, but I do know who the cock destroyers are. So basically, they just overlay that VO onto a video of Flotsam and Jetsam. I'll send it to you after. It's so fucking funny. It's, it's fantastic. It's like, it like lines up perfectly. Well, motherfucking cock destroyers. As they should be. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, my second is Little Mermaid because Ariel is gay. Mm. She's a gay man, basically, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, like I said in the first episode, she's like annoying. She's just like wants a <laughs> she's annoying. She wants a dick. She just like loves any man she sees. She likes she to thinks sing. She- yeah. So, awesome. <laughs> so oh, she's wow. a rep- she's like my representation. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. And then my last one is Powerpuff Girls, because ladies and gentlemen, him. 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 girls. <laughs> How is that so good? <laughs> Literally, everyone on this podcast can do voices but me. We can have Pinocchio from Ryan and him from Christian, and I can do nothing. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so. Can you do it again? <laughs> if you give me some lines, I could try and read it. But... Oh my god, that's incredible. Can you say like um, Can you say the cock destroyer sentence in his voice? What what's the sentence you want? We're motherfucking cock destroyers. <laughs> We're motherfucking cock destroyers, girls. Oh my god, I'm upset. Can you please say um uh stream gay court podcast or something like that? A promo. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Stream Gay Core Podcast, girls. <laughs> oh, so good. I'm gonna like overlay it onto a video of him, and it's gonna be like incredible. This is, I think, this is the best thing that's ever happened on this podcast. Oh my god, this is great. Oh, I said, do you know Flapjack? Flapjack? Yeah, I know Flapjack. Let me. I I, I can also try and do that one. Give me a second. The the marvelous misadventures. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have all these voices just ready to go? He came prepared, Jacob. Oh, oh, it was for like a hinge thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my god, I love that. Because it asks you questions like, can you do like an impression or something? Yeah. So, wow. Is that what yours is? <laughs> uh, I actually did one of Ray Romano for um, mine, but I, I already deleted that part. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just move on from there. <laughs> um, I don't think we need any further explanation of him. That was enough for me. <laughs> Great choice, Ryan. <laughs> him. Just ladies and gentlemen. Him. 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 That's it. Those are my three. Who's him. next? Me. Okay. So the first thing that I wrote down was gay henchmen, simply because literally every animated series has gay henchmen, and they're all iconic. Most specifically, we already talked about Flotsam and Jetsam. Of course, we also talked about in the first episode, but also like Pain and Panic in Hercules. Iconic. They report into Hades, who is a queen himself. Also, like the whole movie is their fault. Like they were supposed to like do one thing and like take away Hercules' powers, and they couldn't do it, which just feels 
Gay. queer coded to me. <laughs> Gay. Like, you tried to do something and you just couldn't do it all the way. Like I do that shit all the time where I'm just like, I'll start a project and I won't finish it, which is there. But of course, we would be remiss to not talk about Jesse, James, and Meowth from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. True to my heart. Pokemon. Pokemon babes. First of all, I think in terms of Halloween costumes, Ryan, we want to be Jesse and James for Halloween, which I think would be mm-hmm. iconic. Yes. Christian, can you guess who is who? Huh. I guess it depends on what episode because there's the one where James has like the giant bust. But mm-hmm. Just in like normal Ryan, attire. I want to say that you're going to be... I can see both of you as both, but I'm going to go with Ryan as Jesse and <gasps> Jacob as James. It's actually switched. Ah! <laughs> Oof. I mean, they're all... Like, we could, Hollow Weekend, we could switch the costumes. <laughs> Granted, I think I'm taller than you. We still haven't met in real life. <laughs> we'll meet eventually. I think I'm taller than you, though. You are. I'm very small. Period. I'm taller than you? I'm 5'6". Oh. I'm only 5'10", so like we could... Only? That's a whole four inches. Well, you wear four-inch <laughs> heels. Then you're good. Period. Four-inch heels, Ryan. Can you do that? <laughs> Jake is going to wear four-inch heels, too, because oh, he just... wants to. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. I would love that. In a go-go boot? Hell yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'll just run around with my one inch um, Sailor Moon heel (laughs) (laughs) A wedge What's a motherfucking wedge? (laughs) You know where that's from? No it's Oh, you don't watch Drag Race, never mind (laughs) I've been watching season season two of All Stars Okay, good But this is from like RuPaul's secret celebrity drag race thing Mm -hmm. And then like one of the Alyssa Edwards asked like one of the one of like the celebrities like oh can you wear heels and she's like I can wear a wedge and Alyssa Edwards goes what the fuck is a wedge (laughs) I like Alyssa Edwards I like her a lot (laughs) um anyways Jesse and James and Meowth they have cool outfits they're not afraid to do drag like Christian just said there's like the one where where James has the big boobs big boobs what the anime boobs. Big boobs. Big, big boobs. <laughs> um, child, child and soul. <laughs> um, they're literally directionless. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Their sole purpose is to like try and capture a little mouse Pikachu. Like, couldn't they just like be like, oh, that one was too hard. Let's go find something else to do. But they're like so dead set on catching Pikachu that I'm just like, why? Incredible. Well, Actually, Giovanni never told them to catch Pikachu. Okay. They chose to because they think it will impress him. He he never he doesn't want Pikachu. I think mm-hmm. he's even seen Pikachu and was unimpressed. But they're still trying to get that Pikachu. Which is even so I love gay. them even more. <laughs> they're like it's... our boss doesn't even want this. I'm going to do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gay. I love it. Um and finally, they travel in a hot air balloon, which is just straight camp because we all know gay people can't drive. But could we drive hot air balloons? Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. Air balloons. Cats, the movie. Cats, the movie. Animation. Moody's um, point. Animation. Animation. I had a couple of other things written down for my other choices, but my other choice is Blue's Clues. Um, because I, like many children, did not realize that Blue was a girl and Magenta was a boy. And when I found out that that was the case, it 
prompted me to question my own thoughts on gender because I was just going like blue is boy, pink is girl. And it made me unpack that in a way that I don't think any other television show could have. And it made me realize my own, what would you call that? Weakness? Biases? Bagotry? Biases. Bagotry. And I, um, I also will say that I really liked the mailbox and how he would just like mailbox, mailbox. No, that's backpack. Oh, backpack. <laughs> Wrong show. Mailbox would be the one who come in and be like, mail, mail, it never fails. It makes me oh, want to yeah. wag my tail. Mail. And I was just like, the level of disruptiveness that that brings over mail, incredible. <laughs> who doesn't like a mail? Yeah. But like, Mail, like mail, not junk mail, not junk okay. mail, just like packages and letters. Don't send enough letters, but like a play on words. Yes, mail as in men. Yeah, I, I'm like that with the other <laughs> type of mail. Like mail, mail. Packages of all types are welcome in this world. <laughs> um, and so those are my choices. Christian, uh, Christian, it's yeah. your turn. It's my turn. Uh, you know when when. Back after like Avatar ended, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender ended. We had The Legend of Korra, and you know there was like this messy love triangle in the first season. The second season, I don't really remember where all that went. But in the final season of the show, you had the characters of Korra and Asami, uh, who who were really starting to connect with each other, and they started sending each other letters over and over. And at the time, I think this was like 2013. So I don't know if, um, I don't think Doma and Prop 8 had been overturned yet. But, you know, they were, they were just sending each other these letters and it felt very sapphic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I guess I related more to sapphic media than, you know. Uh, you know than gay. <laughs> yeah, than gay. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just started to feel, it, it felt like they were getting a little too close. Not, not in a bad way, just... I didn't, I didn't know if I was right in my judgment when watching it because I watched all the episodes when they came out. But then that finale came and I don't think they kissed. Uh, I think they like widened out after that. But the creators came out and said that they were in a relationship, I believe, right after, right after the finale. And to me, that was one of the first pieces of animation, uh, children's media, that really started to embrace um, our community. Um, and, you know, I think when like uh, Gia Gunn talks about the doors opening, I think that's a, that's a door opening moment. It's truly a door opening moment. <laughs> I remember watching that because I didn't watch it until it was on Netflix, which was like, what, 2020 probably? Yeah, I think. And I remember watching it and being like, oh, damn, I should have finished this series. But like, it like went behind like a weird Nickelodeon yeah they kept like switching it yeah yeah precisely that they because some of the episodes got a little too intense but Mm -hmm. then they put the really intense ones on the regular channel because people were watching it online Mm -hmm. it was all over the place (laughs) plus the animation style of that show is just fantastic like when they like show the bending it's just beautiful i mean there are a lot of powerful female benders in that show especially cora Mm -hmm. Uh, and all the metal bending stuff's really awesome, but yes. <laughs> that's besides the point. We stand um, a bisexual queen. Right? Right. I don't know. I really like that they chose each other, that they didn't let a man get in the way. 
of their <laughs> happiness. Um, Who needs men? Nobody. Right? Right. I'm like, I do. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Unfortunately, the answer is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then, like, moving along in media, I think my second one would be just everything about Steven Universe. All the all the characters, um, I they all use uh, she, her, her pronouns, but um, I don't think that they're considered female or at least that's what Twitter tells me. Um, I, I th- there's a lot of contention around that, but um, there's there's a lot of characters who do present as female on that show who end up in relationships with each other because it's like they're all an alien race. They're all rocks or gems, mm-hmm. um, but um, they all present as female for the most part. And uh, you know that show. I think it was at the end of season one, which I think was like forty episodes in, because they had <laughs> a really long episodes. <laughs> they had a really long first season. Yeah, um, you find out that Estelle's character. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen this show, you find out Estelle's character is actually comprised of two gems who fused together because they loved each other so much. Aww. Um, and you know, in in some parts of the world, they they made it so that one of those gems used like he, him, his pronouns because, you know, they're not as progressive everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, the characters were Ruby and Sapphire and they both uh, identified uh, with she, her, her pronouns. And, um, you know, to me, I, I really saw that as a turning point for children's media. I think that that really opened up more possibilities for other shows, um, especially like on Disney and Cartoon Network, where now that's even more prevalent. Um, I, I believe there's a show uh, with Brenda Song where she lives like in a frog world. Oh, yes, <laughs> um, yes. I believe there's Amphibia. several. Yeah, I, feel, I believe there's a lot of LGBT characters in that show. Um, that owl show on Disney Channel, too. The owl uh, show? Uh, owl, <laughs> owl House. Owl House. Literally never heard of it. <laughs> I, think, I don't watch I think TV. it has Wendy Malick in it. So, um, oh. Yeah. She's, she's a cool actress. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Steven Universe seemed to open a lot of doors. I mean, I guess before them was Adventure Time that had a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, Steven Universe, there were so many different little relationships in there, and they really explored love and um other other aspects of a relationship and what it means to be in a toxic relationship versus a non uh, a healthy one and so. when, when did that when did steven universe come out because i remember when i worked at hulu we had a show called the bravest night which was like a children's show and it had like rupaul was the big bad wolf and like all these like really cool voice actors and it was like uh-huh. a really it was like a big thing for like the pride campaign at hulu uh-huh but like that was in like 2018, I want to say. But I feel like Steven Universe was before that, right? Yeah, it started yeah, it was before 2013. Oh wow! Uh, I think it might have been 2014, but I was still in high school when it mm-hmm. uh, was coming out. And you know, eventually they had like this wedding scene in the final season of the show. It had a follow-up series, but in the main series, they had a wedding scene between the Ruby and the Sapphire character, where they had the one that. Uh, I think it was Russia who was referring to uh, one of the characters as a male. Um, and that one who was a little bit more butcher, 
um, wore the wedding gown while the one who was normally in a like blue blue maiden like dress uh, wore a tuxedo but still had like long hair and you know they Rebecca Sugar really gave an fu to Russia <laughs> and other countries that um, decided to censor that um, it was really it was a really nice uh, episode I mean <laughs> the episode ends with like some war stuff but um, they had a nice peaceful wedding for the most part. We love a peaceful wedding. <laughs> and Estelle played the part masterfully, the, the garnet part. Um, yes. Two other actresses played the, the ruby and the sapphire. So. Uh, beautiful. Um, honestly, all of these are pretty gay. Mm-hmm. But should we try to make a ruling for which is the gayest? I have my idea. Okay, what is your idea? No, I have my thought of which was the gayest. <laughs> is what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Ryan, would you like to say what the gayest one is? Sure. Is it him? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say him for the one where it's like, it's not like actually like deliberately gay gay, but then Flora for like, this is like pretty gay gay. Gay gay. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. (laughs) They're all gay. Oh, they're all gay for sure. Oh, yeah. No, they're all gay. The gay part ruling is literally that everything that is good is gay and therefore we take it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So gay. Gay. Yeah. Daddy, I love him. Daddy, I love him. Daddy. Daddy. What? What is it? Daddy, chill. <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? So now it's time for our third and final segment. Let the record show, homos. Where ding, we ding, ding, ding. walk through something iconic that happened in the LGBTQ plus community and decide if it belongs in the gay court pop culture history books. Today, the wonderful, honorable, lovely Judge Ryan Gabbett will be sharing the story of Demi Lovato singing to ghosts. <laughs> that was a good intro. <laughs> it is. It is. Demi Lovato sings to ghosts to help them overcome trauma caused by sexism. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's really intense. Yes. So did you guys see that video where Demi Lovato sings to ghosts, especially one named Carmen who lives in a brothel? Yes. Yes? I have. Chris, I have not. You have I have not? not, but I can imagine. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty All easy right. to imagine. So I'll go through. So the article from Lad Bible. A reputable source. Is it Lad Bible? Lad Bible, yeah. Okay. Um, it was the most reputable I could find. The rest were a little bit more like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> but so I will just read little excerpts from said RT Cow. Um, Lovato has been exploring their interest in the supernatural life in a recent docuseries, Unidentified with Demi Lovato, Pan Demi Lovato. We're still in one. The Ponder Replay. Mm-hmm. Um, so in one clip, Lovato joins their friend, Matthew Scott, and paranormal investigator Chris Smith to visit Vulture City, an old ghost town in Arizona. According to Peacock TV, the trio comes across a spirit who has past trauma with men while in an abandoned brothel, having set up an EMF detector, a special device that lets out a noise whenever communication is made. Lovato asks the spirit, known as Carmen, have you seen anything like ETs here? Or UFOs, star people. Initially, the machine lets off a noise, aka beep, 
Um, <laughs> it really is just a beep. <laughs> it is just literally a beep. But when Lovato asks Carmen if they are a star person, individuals believed to have originated from another world, dimension, or planet, it falls completely silent. That is when Demi asks the two men to leave the room because they think that men are the reason why Carmen's in speaking. So as the two men leave the room, Lovato then says, did you not want to say anything else because the boys were in here? Then a device makes noise. Beep! (laughs) To which Lovato continues, oh, I think I get that a lot. She has trauma. That's why she doesn't like men. Lovato then tells Carmen, (laughs) Lovato then tells Carmen, I have trauma too, so I feel you. I get it. Um, speaking from outside the room, the two men <laughs> suggest Lovato sings to Carmen, to which Demi says, well, I always sing Skyscraper when, I'm, when I feel like singing something emotional, the singer explains, before launching into a spontaneous rendition of the hit. As they finish the excerpt from the song, the machine makes noise, which the three take is a standing ovation, to which Demi Lovato states, that's the coolest standing ovation I've ever heard. The video is about like three minutes long. It's literally like paranormal activity. It is in the dark. Demi's eyes are like white because it's all like the green thermal basically. camera or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do pan to the uh, EMF device, aka Carmen, a couple times and you hear the beep. <laughs> um, looking through the video, there are some comments that caught my eye. Um, One was from Yabiach from five months ago, uh, which states, imagine being a chill ghost minding your own business and suddenly a non-binary person labeled you as a female star person that has trauma with men and proceeds to sing to you skyscraper. (laughs) It's fascinating to me that Demi was just doing this. Make me smile from three months ago states. So beep means yes, beep means no, and beep means she has trauma, pure and pristine logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. tracks. That tracks. Also, from Jillian from six months ago, the fact that Demi is calling them star people has me in tears. But also, same because what is a star person? Well, I think it's because Demi doesn't like the term alien. That I, I remember reading something that they said that somewhere. Oh. I remember that article too because it it was something to do with I can't remember what it was, but it was like they don't like the term alien and they preferred ET extraterrestrial extraterrestrial yeah um new student starfish starfish. Mm. yeah new student starfish three months ago says the ghost is an alien fluent in english and uses the morse code that only demi lovato can understand i would believe that demi lovato can only understand it you know honestly same demi is an extremely talented singer and can reach higher registers than i can so maybe that's a different life experience (laughs) they have done more things than i will ever do Period. <laughs> Period. It's interesting that Demi also chose Skyscraper as the choice. Like, I get mm-hmm. that it's their emotional song, and I do. I'm like, Skyscraper is a song. A great a song. But also, I'm like, cool for the summer. Could have been fun. Well, maybe it's because Skyscrapers are the closest to outer space. Oh. <laughs> That's a great hypothesis, Christian. <laughs> We're just like with, with Debbie, maybe. you kind of just have to. <laughs> you just have to make something up. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Would you join Demi Lovato in their singing to ghosts excursion? Absolutely. 
If I had the opportunity to sing alongside Demi, I would absolutely do it. But then we wouldn't be in the room because Carmen hates men. Oh, that is true. But I wonder if we could go back to that thing about we said, like, really gain it up to be like, hey, I'm not threatening. Carmen, I love you. (laughs) What's up? I I could bond with Carmen because I also hate men. Mm, Yes. Ah, yes. (laughs) I hate men as well. That's a great way to bond. I want to learn more about Carmen. What's her backstory? We should probably watch the Peacock series to find out. About why she got into a brothel? Yeah, I'm sure they describe like what actually happens outside like, of the teaser clip. I feel like Lana Del Rey might know. Doesn't I she would... have that song, Carmen? <laughs> does she? <laughs> or does, does... she I could never song get into... like, like Carmen, Carmen. Yeah, I could never get into Lana Del Rey for some reason. I mean, like, there's certain songs where I'm like, Summertime Sadness, it's a great song, but like, I just could never fully get into it. Cancel me. (laughs) You never just want to get high by the beach? (laughs) Um, I feel like if I'm doing that, then I would be listening to Lord's Solar Power album, because that's Mm. like a great, great album to just be doing that to. I'm not going to lie. Well, then what's your go-to Demi Lovato song? My go-to Demi Lovato song? Yeah. I really, like, if I was to put something on... It would be cool for the summer because mm-hmm. literally a banger. Like you can't, you can't beat it. I saw them perform that live when I was working at YouTube, um, and it was just incredible to see it in person. Um, what other songs? The Art of Starting Over from their new album is a delightful song. It's a great song to just be like driving down the PCH to. <laughs> Ryan, you look confused. You're like, is it? No. <laughs> No, my head itches. Oh. <laughs> I was like, damn, are you trying to drag my song choices? Um, and then, of course, Camp Rock. This is real. This is me. Camp, Camp Rock. Rock. Camp Rock. <laughs> Camp Rock. Listen, if they made Camp Rock real and like you could, as an adult, go somewhere for two weeks to learn how to be a rock star and they like at the end of it gave you a music video. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just said it in my head. But like, if they made that real, I would be there. I'd pay fucking $2,000, $4,000 for that. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure it exists, but only like rich people do it. I would like literally like what happened to Rebecca Black where she like made a music video. If I could pay someone to make me in like a music video star, I would do it in a heartbeat. I just need to find who does it. <laughs> Rebecca Black, isn't she going to be a headliner at LA Pride? Oh, is she? I, I remember she she, she she's gonna be at one of these prides. She's, yeah, I saw her name on one of the banners. She <laughs> she's iconic now. We oh yeah, her. no, she's iconic now. She's got a song with. Um, well, she was always iconic before, but like yeah. Rebecca Black, come on our podcast. So does Demi Lovato singing to ghosts make the gay history books? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long pause, Jacob. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think of like more iconic things that Demi has done. That could be outperforming the ghost. Lately? Lately. Mm. They did have that like beach, like luncheon with like goth people. Oh, yes. The goth dummy was truly, <laughs> truly a moment. Right? <laughs> yeah. That also was a very iconic moment. That was a choice. That was a good Demi choice. Demi Logotho. Did you see Demi Logotho? Yeah. <laughs> we love Demi Logotho. Um, yeah, I would say that the ghost belongs in the history books because it's dummy, <laughs> a non-binary royal, royal. Um, just deserves to be in it. They've got a great voice. And honestly, ghosts. Cool for the summer. <laughs> ghosts are cool for the summer. 
Harmon. I just wish that they had done uh, Sorry Not Sorry. God, I love that fucking song, song so much. Song. Yeah. It's also a great venue in Los Angeles. True, 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 true. Great venue. That's where I had Drag Bunch networking. Oh, yes. I've never been. Um, <laughs> it's time for the closing statements. <laughs> the saddest part of the show where we just recount, you know, our final thoughts and comments and concerns about our podcast. Ryan. Would you like to take the honor of going first? Of course. Um, my closing statement is, ladies and gentlemen, him. That's it. <laughs> thank you for your thank you for your wise words, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly was like, I'm gonna have Ryan go first because I can't think of anything to say, and I still don't know what to say. So I'm gonna say, sparkle emoji, sparkle emoji, submissive breedable emoji. <laughs> Sorry. Sparkle emoji, sparkle emoji. Don't forget the this emoji. Oh, and the two fingers touching emojis. That's <laughs> <laughs> my closing statement. Thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Christian. Christian. Take us home. Bye, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, vibes. Fucking fantastic. Couldn't have ended it better. Um <sighs> So that was the episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to find us on social at Gay Court Podcast. And my handle is I got Schubach, I G O T S C H U P B A C H. And Ryan's is What's Up? It's Ryan, W A Z U P I T S R Y A N. Remember, if you hear this and you do not follow, that makes you. Christian, do you know the answer? Homophobic! Homophobic. Homophobic. Don't be a foe. Gosh. Don't be a foe. Be an ally. Be, be a Valentina. Ally. Be a Valentina. Ally. Ally. Talk, Valentina. Ally. <laughs> Christian, where would you like to be found? Do you have any upcoming media appearances? Do you have any socials that you want to promo? I don't have any upcoming media appearances. Uh, my... I'm on Instagram at Siliconian. That's S I L I C O N I A N. I'm also on Twitter, and um, I'm a little more reserved on sharing that, but I guess I will. Uh, it's C O S U I S, Kosui, or Cautious, however you want to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. If you see something in my likes, no, you didn't. <laughs> Honestly, fair. That's a fair call out for Twitter. Just like, do not look through my likes. That's fair. That's why I have an alt. Yeah, we love an alt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> like we said at the top of the podcast, if you have any subjects or stories you'd like to make us make rulings on, send us an email at gaycorppodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you leave your reviews on your favorite podcast app because it helps us promote the gay agenda. Gay rights. Anything less than five stars is what? Homophobic. That is homophobic. That's fucking right. It's not right to be homophobic. mm -mm, It's wrong. (laughs) So stay chaotic and see you next time, babes. Bye. Bye. Gay Court is a perfectly done toast podcast production.